fantasy news, fantasy updates, fantasy clowning. We doing it all the time, baby. Champ and chump, fantasy dump. I'm your host, Chump. <laughs> the champ's here. I'm with my boy, Champ. We call him Commiss Tommy B. Forfeiting a season to get picks for the next year? Is it worth it? I mean, he's a nut job and a half, man. <laughs> Damn, boy. Champ and Chump, fancy dump. Champion the Chump Fantasy Dump! Finally, some news. We are gonna be spitting some COVID news out. I this is this is the only good thing about COVID this week, Kamish. What's that? Is that these dudes are dropping and these no-namers or these guys that we've drafted are popping up as as the handcuffed champions of the world. And I'm and this is the chump speaking because this is why I'm a chump and the champ is the champ. He goes and drafts Clyde Edward Hilaire in his first pick. Everybody, oh, you're reaching, you're reaching, you're reaching. Breaking news today, Dame Williams opting out of the 2020 NFL season. So what does that mean for you, champ? You get your number one running back as a rookie, fresh legs, dynasty mode. You fucker, you suck. Oh, you got to love when things work out, man. It's just a great feeling, you know. Oh. This happens every fucking year. Hey, I don't know what to tell you, dude. He's, I mean, he was a first-round pick either way. But, man, with Damian Williams out, as long as, I mean, he's still going to get the work early on. Now you think, I mean, who's DeAndre Washington or Darwin Thompson? There's the backups t- to CEH now. Elijah McGuire, bro. What are you oh, talking Elijah about? McGuire. <laughs> Mark McGuire's cousin? Is that what you said? Mark Mag- <laughs> yeah, Marky Mark's cousin, dude. Uh, um, I didn't even have to ask you how, how you're doing because I already know after just hearing this news, you're in fucking cloud nine. Oh, yeah. I mean, ugh. but let's get to it. So that was the probably the biggest name we had. We had Marquise Goodwin um, as well, and then Devin Funches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no other like big fantasy names. We've had a lot of players, not a lot, I don't know, the exact number, I guess, but some good amount of players opting out, but most of them have been like linemen you or could defensive. You just say Patriots. Yeah, good luck. Oh, yeah. Like Patriots. Patriots. A lot of Patriots. Patriots doing some behind the scenes trying to get Trevor Lawrence out here. That, they're either doing that or they're, they're going after to get some cap space for a nice defensive guy that these practice squad, practice squad guys need to be out. Or Hightower has a crazy injury that he needs the year anyways off. You know fucking Belichick when his puppeteer, he's doing all this shit. You know that. Yo, you would think. I mean, that's, that's the rumors, but... You never know. We will never know. That's the worst part. Well, just like you, man, I'm playing checkers. You're playing chess, dude. <laughs> I'll take it. All right, dude. So okay, let's go. Let's go through this real quick. So you obviously are sitting pretty with Clyde Edwards Hilaire as your pick, and I think everybody now he might be in not only dynasty drafts, but he might be a first round talent in regular straight up draft as well. I mean, if you're a 12 man draft. He might be flirting with that that mix-in, that Miles Sanders uh, type guy. Do you agree with me on this or no? Yeah, I think his ADP is going to skyrocket now. It's pretty low as is. It's kind of been dropping a little bit recently. I think ADP is at 30 right now, so that's kind of like middle of third round. I don't know how I don't know how this dude is not going to stay out of the first round. In most, I mean, he's the leading Or early, back. too. The only way yeah. is if they sign, go out and sign. Maybe they bring LaShawn McCoy back. 
Uh, Devontae Freeman's still out there, right? Out there, Lamar Miller's out there. So there's some there's some guys out there still, but I mean those are still just backups to Ceh. I don't think those guys are gonna come in and get the starting job. I think they drafted Ceh for a reason in the first round, and they're gonna use him. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, I think he is uh, going to be if at, at dropping if dropping would be middle of the second round. So I think high second, late first round talent mm-hmm. now. Um, again, preseason is going to hurt because you're not going to see him play and know really what he's about. But with Andy Reid there, even if he is not crazy, he they're going to draw up plays where he's going to use his talent to to make you know make him worthwhile for you to draft him up there. I'm I'm high on him. I'm not going to pick him, but uh, <laughs> you somebody know, else might. Uh, you never somebody know. swooping him. Um, I won't be able to get him in my in our draft. Yeah, probably not. Well, maybe. Probably. I don't. Th- I don't think he's gonna last. Unless some weird. I mean, I think maybe Devontae Freeman would be the only one that would maybe hold him off from coming too far up in the second round. Because I don't. I mean, you saw Lashawn McCoy got benched last year in the playoffs. He wasn't even playing. So I don't know if they even want to bring him back. And this is my thing. Is like obviously they don't want to fucking win, but. Why don't wouldn't you want a two headed monster in Jacksonville? Like, wouldn't you want a Leo Fournette power back and a Devontae Freeman? Granted, they just got Chris Thompson, but I feel like Devontae Freeman is like similar to that. He is your one two punch, he is your Eagles, Sanders, Jay Howell of last year. Um, I'm just talking GM, they don't want to fucking win, but no, there's there's power backs out there that need a pass catching, um. I want to say pass catching, but a, a shiftier running back. Change of pace. Like Devontae, yeah, change of change pace. pace. Um, I don't. I think Clyde's Hilaire is that change of pace guy. His feet are phenomenal, and obviously he's a great wide receiver or a catching running back. Um, but you would think, um, God, even he's still, Patriots. Yeah. He's still I don't know. Just a little we, I mean, yeah. He's only who knows five seven two oh seven listed. So he's not like mm-hmm. I mean it's, you don't think that's a guy that's gonna carry a three down workload, but then again I mean the the Chiefs like to throw the ball, so maybe a three down workload means just being the passing back all three Bro, downs. He is gonna be your Kareem Hunt. He is gonna be a running. He's gonna be the rushing, a leader this year. I can already tell. That's like so it was Kareem Hunt's rookie year and Spencer Ware was supposed yeah. to be the lead back and then he went on IR. It's kind of the same thing as Damian Williams opting out and now the rookie comes in just so gonna ball he, out. He's not as big and like thick and powerful as Kareem Hunt, but he's that similar explosive pass-catching running back that Kareem Hunt was out of fucking Toledo. Andy Reid is finally getting his due because that dude is the best coach in the game outside of Belichick, of course. Um, He is an offensive genius, and I think you just got your guy for next four to five years you motherfucker yeah i hope so man that's and we were talking before the pod we don't really know like how contracts and stuff are work with this opt-out like is because damian williams has a year left on his contract does that mean next year he's gonna get it or we don't i don't know so the nfl pa set it up is it's between 150 and 350 if you opt out if you opt out let's say you had like an asthma or a a big uh, at-risk condition, yeah. you would get a higher opting out pay raise. So let's say, let's say I have a severe asthma. There's other people out there that have done that so far. You are getting in that 350 range. But let's say if you are a million dollar contract, your your following year would be a 650 contract worth. So they would just take it out of your next year's contract. But like you said, Dame Williams is at that one year contract, and so is Devin Funches. 
Um, it's I don't know. I we don't know yet. We don't know what that means if they're going to be on the roster next year. If not, that even makes you even more juicy. I mean, oh yeah, because they That's what I'm already cra- it's already yeah it's already a crowded uh, running back room. I mean, they picked up what three different running backs this offseason, and Elijah McGuire, uh, Washington, and, and Darwin Thompson, Daryl Williams are still there. So you got a bunch of guys similar, and they go out and get the first round pick as their LSU stud. Um, you would hope that Dane Williams goes somewhere else. I can see him being the Reggie Bush to Lions if the Lions want to pick him up. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, um, and then Marquise Goodwin. So, nothing. I mean, whatever. I mean, chirps. I mean, you are a year track star. Yeah, That was about it. it. I mean, yeah. Jalen Rager's shooting up, I think. That's that's the takeaway from Goodwin sitting up. That's big. Yeah, and uh, my boy who I picked up in my dynasty as well, uh, Washington. Uh, no, who did I pick up? No, Hightower. John Hightower out of Boise State. Um, he is up there, and you already know uh, with Funches gone. Guys, so I've drafted Funches and I drafted Marquise Goodwin, who both opted out in my dynasty, so I had to cut him because I got one. I've been saying Goodwin. No, it's Goodwin. It's Sorry, Goodwin. I got Goodwin, too. <laughs> My bad. I'm full. I got I got heli guys. Um, so Goodwin goes, and so I obviously with Funches gone as well. I got Sam Brown. Um, I think it's a good pick. I I'm sorry. I I like that pick over uh, MVS who was there, and he had you know everything in the world given to him that last year. He didn't do shit with it. No. Um, Sam Brown was was injured last year. Notre Dame guy. I like him, and then I picked up. Kirkers Merritt. Kirk Merritt. Look him up. He's coming out of um, Arkansas State. Arkansas State. He's a last uh, chance you guy. Um, he wasn't on the, the program, but he was. Uh, went to that uh, JUCO and won a national championship with him after he got kicked out of Oregon. No, he, excuse me. He got kicked out of Texas A&M for um, indecent exposure to uh, a study hall Um guidance counselor type deal mm-hmm. uh, we've all been there we've all been there he shot his shot it just didn't go well um but this dude in his pro day did i tell you what he did on his pro day yeah he was he ran well you said four three with like a 49 48 inch vertical something crazy bro he they they put his uh pro day stats up against the combine he was one two two one 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 on all the the shuttle runs and all that stuff. This dude is a freak. Granted, he's twenty three years old now, damn near twenty four when the season starts because he's had some troubles. So he's damn near a full adult. Um, but I have him in my taxi in my dynasty mode, and people were laughing at me. Look him up. I did the work. I did the research. And these guys, I am a chump. I'm about to be a champ though. These guys were laughing. Oh, you got to make a trade. I got to make a trade. I got Kirk Merritt as my taxi son. I also moved up Michael Pittman for my taxi to my starting roster, which I appreciate. I'm already giving him the, the pump, which I think he's going to be great this year. Give that confidence boost early, huh? Damn, Smart. dude. My team's good. Smart. Um, so today, folks, this is where we're talking about. We are going to be talking about the do not draft list. Uh, this is a big list for some people. Some people have tr- – you like your guys. That's my own thing. You do your thing. You like your own guys. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to comment on it. These are my do not draft. These are commissions champs do not draft list um you might disagree you might like your guys but we're gonna we're gonna go with let's go top eight of our do not draft we might have some honorable mentions as well um 
It's big just because of what's going on. The do not draft lift list is more important just because your picks do matter. They're huge right now because motherfuckers are dropping like flats. So, Kamish, I want you to lead the way. I want you to lead who is your number one do not draft player in the 2020 fantasy football world. All right. So just to add on to what Coop was saying there, this is a do not draft, but it's also with like an asterisk of do not draft kind of where they're going and stuff. Because if these dudes fall, you know, like three, four, five, like, uh, so my first one, I'll just say right now is Darius Geis. He's got an ADP of 74. So that's, I think it's around like six or something, maybe seven. So I'm not drafting anywhere around there, but if Darius Geis is available in round 12, around 13, then I'm probably going to scoop him up then. So that's kind of where we're getting at with this list. It's not a, like these dudes are completely off your draft board. It's just we're not taking them anywhere near where they're going in drafts right now. Yes. I'll tell you why you should not draft Darius Geis. Uh, 2018, you know, rookie year came in and ACL tear out for the season. Last year, uh, beginning of the year, meniscus tear out for nine games. Came back, played those three games. He had a couple big plays in them. Uh, one of the games, he had two touchdowns. 129 yards so that was a lot of hype brought back from that uh, and then the next game came back out and got an mcl sprain and was out for the rest of the season and these are on two different knees he said he's torn his acl on one knee and then a meniscus tear on the other knee so these aren't it's just not one knee going every time it's both knees i just can't trust a guy like that on my roster there's no telling how long he's gonna be healthy they say he's healthy now and he just passes physical but we don't i mean just those knees that don't seem to be holding up. What you think about Darius, guys? Is he on your list? Um, yeah, he came out. He came out saying like, "This is gonna be my year." He got real loud with it, dude. There's too many people. There's too many running backs in that room. Yeah, Adrian Peterson, Antonio Gibson, Bryce Love, J.D. McKissick, Peyton Barber, like just too many people. And the, all those guys can ball. Like, I'm sorry, like those guys are adequate running backs. They've they've all had great. Okay, let me retry. I mean, you have one Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. and everybody else—they've had great games. Okay, where like there is something. There's to them. yeah, there's they hope do. for him at least. Yes, and Geis is that one guy. He started out really great. He had that great one game, and he tore his ACL. Um, he is a guy, but they keep drafting and keep picking up running backs, so they don't have confidence in him. And obviously, the Washington Football Team is is a dumpster fire as is from top down. So they obviously don't know what they're doing, but um, I agree with you. I'm not touching him with a 10-foot pole until they prove me otherwise. Mm-hmm. Hey, if I'm wrong, so be it. If a, if a Washington football team player beats me, then more power to you. Yeah. Like, people are picking up Alex Smith like he's going to be there. I'm like, the dude could barely walk two months ago. Like, what you, like I can see his leg. His leg looks – I mean, he's he's balling. Don't get it twisted. Like, he's – Balling in his rehab. Yeah, but, it's I good mean, for him that he's coming back and trying to hey, come back. more power to him, but he he's not the guy. Obviously, Haskins, the Snyder's best friend or whatever, uh, went to, they went to the same high school. That's why they picked him, supposedly. Like, these guys, these guys are running this ship to the ground, and I'm touching nobody. Maybe Scary Terry, like you said, if he falls. But other than that, uh, I'm with you. Yeah, they got new coaches out there, and – Washington too, you know, Ron Rivera's there. He's not the guy who drafted Darius Geis two years ago, three years, it was three years ago. So he's got no ties to this dude. Like if he doesn't want to play him, then he doesn't have to play him. And But I like Ron Rivera, but because he's a defensive guy and he will run the fuck out of any running back, but you have seven of them. So it's uh, on to the next, mm-hmm. on to the next. On the, it's, 
he does not care um, about that at all. Um, yeah, I like that pick. All right, let me hear your uh, first guy on your do not draft list. Uh, okay, first guy to do not draft list is Cooper Cup. Interesting. He's big on a lot of people's boards as the new uh, L.A. Rams wide receiver. Um, I'm I'm going far against that. He is, you know, slot, tied for the most uh, slot receptions of 2019. The dude fell off like uh, Britney Spears after she shaved her head, dude. Like, this guy just um, dropped. And what made him juicy was his 10 TDs last year. Um, yeah, those five at the gonna, end of the year that were the, yes. what held it together. Yes, and that's, I mean, pure luck. He went from wide receiver two to wide receiver 31 in this year. So he first half of the season, he was wide receiver two. Second half, he went down to 31. Um, I'm not a math guy, but that's pretty That's pretty drastic. That's, that's, I know, think he, that's a good drop. I think he is just going to stay steady. Um, not going to win you weeks. Not going to be a wide receiver two quality. He will be a low-end flex quality in my position. And where he is getting drafted, right next to uh, Kelvin Ridley's, the DJ Moore's, um, those guys are who I'm picking before I would pick Cup. Even, and you know us. We like Bobby. This is the Bobby Trees Fantasy Podcast. Bobby Trees. Um, Bobby Trees is the guy on the LA Rams this year. Um, best be known, um, Cooper Cup. Great name, solid um, year buster this year. I'm sorry. It's interesting. We got the chump changing tones because I think maybe I don't. I was big on Cooper top Cup. Top ten uh, wide then, receivers. He might have slipped in your top ten there. So I like to see. Do some you change. do you see how stupid I am sometimes though? Hey, like but that's good. People man. are gonna realize. Yeah, I'm learning as we go. Yeah, you gotta I change go, your tone. I go one week. I say Atlanta Falcons are the best roster in the game. And the next week, I pick the Saints as the best team in the NFL. And they're like, well, these are the same fucking division, same fucking conference. I'm like, hey, l- l- I'm learning as we go, and I'm learning that Cooper Cup is a fraud. His numbers are fraudulent. He's fugazi. Wazi, woozy. He's fairy dust. You know what I mean? I feel it. I feel it. So I'll hit you with uh, another guy here uh, in the same range, I believe. I think he's a little bit above Cooper Cup, and that is Cooper, comma, Amari. Mm, so back-to-back wow, Coopers hey, here. Two Coops. Uh, he's his ADP 26, so just at the beginning of the third round. Does that be? Yes. At beginning of the third round, I think that's way too early for Mario Cooper. Uh, he's just so many ups and downs with this dude. I mean, one week he's going to put up 30, and the next week he's going to come back with two points. Uh, I had a goose egg last year and when he was dealing with injuries in week 12. And last year, six games below 10 half PPR points, including including one of those being the goose egg and another one where he was below a point. He only caught one pass for like three yards. It's just not something I want to deal with in my lineup going up and down like that for a guy that I have to take at the you know end of the second round, early third round. I mean, I'm not touching Amari Cooper probably until maybe sixth round, something like like when he's, he's falling, falling is when I would start to turn my eyes to Amari. I just can't trust it. Um, added C.D. Lamb to that wide receiver room. Gallup balled out last year. I I I I love Gallup and CeeDee Lamb as the Flyers way over Cooper. I'm right there with you. Uh where he's going compared to where the other guys are at and the other guys might win, you know, they're at what they what they do, or at least where Gallup's at, he can he is the like the Bobby Trees of last year, in my opinion. Like he can he's a solid and he's only getting better. Mark Cooper's already got paid. Um 
I think Gallup wants to get get his, and they should definitely utilize him. And Dak should fucking pepper this, spray this ball any way you can. There's so much skill on that field. If mm-hmm. Dallas doesn't do something this year, um, it it may fall on Dak. I'm sorry, but like, dude, there. I mean, think about Matt Stafford at Dallas Cowboys this year. I mean, this dude. You could say what you want. He would. He would just salivate over this lineup. Yeah, just so many options out there for him. And Jarwin. <laughs> All right, so who you got next? All right, um, so my next do not draft in Melgo, Melvin Gordon, Denver Broncos. He is my do not draft. He is running back 17, 17 18 this year, depending on where you're at in the PPR or half standard, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like him at all. I don't like him at this team. Yeah, he's a good um, – He's kind of reminds me now of what Dame Williams was last year. Is that was that like like where Dane went like people are drafting or Sony Michelle like the, there's the two-headed monsters and Denver now has him um, I think Philip Lindsay is the better back in my opinion I know it sounds crazy but he runs hard he's still on his rookie deal he wants to get paid he has I mean he was a undrafted free agent Melgo just got paid he's Showed me a little bit. He seemed like he was out of shape the entire year last year after coming back from yeah, that. Yeah, looked uh, pretty rusty. Yeah, and maybe he comes back into form. I'm not going to put my money on it. And at 18, let me check and see who's around him at your running back position. Um, even I would even pick up, which sounds crazy, but I'd pick up David Johnson or James Conner over Melvin Gordon this year just because as of now um, – which is risky, more risky for James Conner, but there are the lead backs on that team. I'm telling you, I think Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon are going to have a split carry, 50-50, 40-60, whatever it is, depending on the week. And a risk, a risky for that as you're running to position where he's getting drafted is too much of a risk. I do not like Melgo this year. Yeah, I can get behind that a little bit. I think I think he's talented in the receiving game. That's kind of where a lot of his numbers come from. His his receptions. You know, he's up around like fifty, mid fifty receptions. Yeah, but look every who year. the fucking Hall of Fame quarterback that was throwing him the ball though, man. Come on, yeah, Philip Rivers. Check down Philly. Philly. Philly always wet rivers. Mm-hmm. Pause. Yeah, and I mean his career. Yards per carry, it's been under four every year besides uh, two years ago when he had that big year, when he scored 14 touchdowns. Other than that, he's, I mean, it's been below four every year. I can see why Philip Lindsay's, I mean, Philip Lindsay's 5.4 and 4.5. That motherfucker runs hard as shit. He's fast. I too. love watching him play, dude. Yeah, he's fast. I don't get how he didn't get, that's what's crazy about me. Or crazy about the draft sometimes. It's like, how did this guy fall through the draft? And then you watch these, like, spuds that people pick up in the sixth and seventh, you know, sixth round. You're like, how did, what? Like, and they didn't make the roster. But this guy who was undrafted, became the the rushing leader. Like, it's crazy to me. Yeah. You just got to want it. I don't get you it. You got to want it. And I think he wants it over Melgo. Melgo just got paid. I feel it. Go for it. What do you got next? Oh, was that two and two? Uh, yeah, we got two and two so far. Uh, I got another receiver here, and that is Mr. Will Fuller, the fifth. Oh, duh. I mean, I think it is, his name just kind of speaks for himself. He just, I mean, when you say Will Fuller, you just think hurt. You just think hamstring. You think some soft tissue injury. Uh, he's never played more than 14 games, 14 games, 10 games, 7 games, 11 games in his career. It's not ideal to have a receiver. Um, I know Hopkins is gone with his 150, 180, whatever the amount of crazy targets he has per year. Uh, but there's, I mean, you can't trust Fuller to be on the field to see those targets. Yeah. And uh, and then I'm 
he had that huge game last year. It was like 46 points, I think it was. Yeah, 46 points, 217 yeah, yards, yeah. three touchdowns, 14 catches. But if you take away that game from last year and the other 10 games that he played, he's only averaging 6.2 half PPR points per game. Oh, that's not someone I want starting on my roster when, one, you can't trust him week to week. You can't even trust him when he's in your lineup that he's going to finish the game. And then when he's finishing the game, he's averaging 6.2 points per game. Oh, it's just not, not someone I want on my team, and it's not someone I'm going to be drafting this year. I'll go Brandon Cooks over Will Fuller. Every day of the week. Scramble brain over pulled hammy. I'm with you on that, boy. It's just, it's frustrating because that dude is good. So talented. And like you, dude, it, and he's, well, with both him and D-Hop on the, the squad, you're like, who just caught that ball? Like, they looked the same. <laughs> right. It was like fun. It's fun to watch them play. Um, I'm with you. You can't draft them. It's just frustrating when guys, and it's every year, a stud. I don't, I'm trying to think of like a good example of him. Maybe a T.Y. Hilton. Which Ty performed a little bit, obviously a little bit better, but he seems to fall to injury a lot every year. But he, um, it, when they're healthy, they're fucking studs. Mm-hmm. But you gotta stay healthy, and the risk is not, you know, the juice ain't worth the squeeze in most of these guys. And with that injury history, I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm, I'm going Cooks over him all day. Obviously, in every draft I've done, I've fucking had Cooks. Yeah, they go right next to each other in most drafts too. So it's like you're at a point where yeah, you gotta decide yeah. between two and I I don't think one mock or one real draft this year I've came out with Fuller instead of Cooks. I don't have Fuller in any anyways, but yeah, no thanks. On to the next ones. All right. Uh let's see who I am touching or not touching. Pause. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna skip like the, the people that like I think everybody jumps on, like the Le'Veon Bells, the shit like that. That shit pisses me off like that. I mean Duh. <laughs> this guy that jumped out to me as a do not touch and might be crazy. Um, Stefan Diggs. Okay. Um, I've never liked him uh, game wise and question. He's questionable sometimes in his attitude. Um, I don't like him this year. Uh, I think it's their feeling out process with COVID. He's not going to have the reps with um, Josh Allen. And who knows if this guy is the guy anyways. Yeah. He's a, they're playing like he is. His long ball is god-awful. And Stefan Diggs is, um, I would say, a, not a long ball threat, but he's a big play threat. Yeah. He usually comes down with big play threats. Kind of like Antonio Brown-like, where he might take a slant all the way, so on and so forth. So that might go into his favor, but I do not like him in this Buffalo Bills offense. I don't like the Buffalo Bills. I don't like the Josh Allen hype train. Um, yeah, he can rush a lot, but he's tossing like garbage. Um, I am, t- I'm not touching Stefan Diggs this year. Um, I can get behind that. I mean, first year receivers in new offenses tend to struggle a little bit anyways, and especially one that's going up to with a quarterback that hasn't really shown he's the best and most accurate passer. I mean, yeah, Stephon Diggs is great at running routes. He's one of the best route runners in the league. But that don't matter if the quarterback can't get you the ball. No, and I don't, I'm not sold on Josh Allen. So this is more of a do not draft Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs mix. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll put them both together. Yeah. Uh, because I don't, I can't, you, until he shows me otherwise, um, I'm, I can't trust in the quarterback. And how I draft my wide receivers is mostly on my quarterback play. Um like we just talked about Phillip Rivers. Yeah, he's going to toss the rock a shit ton. So, yeah, Keenan Allen was juicy. Um, Pass-catching running backs are juicy. These guys, I mean, Antonio Gates for 20 years was juicy. These guys that come out of offenses that learn how to throw the rock, they're, the Drew Brees effect is a, is a real thing. Um, 
the, the Payne Mannings obviously made you know billions on Demaris Thomas. Um, Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen connection is not that. Yeah. And I can't I can't see it being that this year. Maybe in the future. Mm-hmm. He's only 26. Um, but right now this year, Stefan Diggs is a do not draft for me, sir. I'm I'm with you, Kyle. There. He's I haven't really picked him on too many teams. Uh, one of the teams I share with one of my friends. We end up picking him. Uh, he's all for the dude. He's all for Diggs. So he's trying to talk me into him and stuff. But you know, I've been holding my ground so far. Yeah, I'm. I'm just not. I'm just not sold on these guys mm-hmm. that have yeah. questionable quarterbacks passing. Right. I'd like to see it before I uh, invest in it. And yep. especially that was a dynasty draft. So I mean, obviously we have years to come. But in a redraft, which is what we're basing this all on, definitely. Uh, he's not up there for me. That's for sure. Yep. All right. So I'll hit you my next one here. I think is on a good amount of people's list is sony michelle oh fuck that guy uh he's fourth round pick last year oh man i mean i got sucked into it late last year too just the upside he had in a in a brady offense being as the the goal line back you just saw like some i mean Legarrette blunt had 18 touchdowns a few years back uh, so you know the potential was there he's just all these injuries man i mean Strained his knee in college, and he had fluid drain before his rookie year. And he missed the season opener. He missed a few games with another knee strain, and then this year it comes out that he had foot surgery to alleviate some discomfort in his foot. Uh, these yeah, are not dude. things you want as a, a starting running back in the league to have is knee and foot issues because they're just not going to be as productive. They're not going to be always. They're not going to be healthy. You feel like you know you you never get that. Is he a Georgia? He's a he's a Georgia kid too, right? Yep. What's in the water there, dude? Like Todd Gurley, him. These guys are their mansions built on like sand swamp swamp foundation, dude. Come on, guys, uh-huh. get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just he don't need he needs some milk. <laughs> that might be it, man. They need some more milk down there in Georgia. Get some stronger bones and stuff. Oh my God, yeah, I'm with you on that. That's mm-hmm. he. And what's funny is James White is just there and he just stays there. Right, he's not. Sony's not getting any passing work. With White and no. or Burkhead there. And then they still got Damian Harris in the backfield they drafted last year, I think in the third round. Who, everybody yeah, and everybody's high on this year. Like he's gonna take obviously gonna take Michelle's spot, mm-hmm. which I I agree. I think uh the Harris pickup in the late rounds, which he's at right now, he might I mean, I need to shut up because that's like my game plan. <laughs> but like picking him up in the later rounds is a good pickup just because like we said sony michelle is a question mark always mm-hmm. every single week you never know yeah he's a first second down guy and he's not i mean you got cam newton there now so he could be the goal line back so it's just i mean there's not met much upside with sony michelle to me at all this year i mean you know how yeah you know how it goes um carolina had success running the ball you need a solid running back that stays healthy and he's not the one Nope. I hear it. I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as well. I think a lot of people are against Sony this year. But, you know, there's a point where he becomes a value in the draft. It's just a lot later than where he's at right now. I'm with you. All right. This one hurts me. This one on my list. Standout breakout season was a fan favorite in Hard Knocks with his story. Um, a do not draft for me, and he is top five in his position is Darren Waller. Interesting. I hate to say I I'm high on him. It's just the free agent, the draft position, the draft picks this year and what now the Las Vegas Raiders are doing in the offseason that threw me into this column that put Darren Waller into the do not draft this year. He's sexy pick 
he on the field he looks like the the best athlete um in his position i hope i'm wrong here um if i'm wrong i don't care it's a tight end position you know what i mean like we don't we're not a big tight end uh podcast yeah um his tight his touchdowns were low he had crazy breakout games with high um target share um the reception was almost 100 receptions they picked up win they picked up three argue i mean wide receivers running back, whatever their position may be in the draft. You got Ruggs, you got um, Renfro still there, you got uh, uh, the other guy from South Carolina, Edwards. you got the guy from Edwards, you got the guy from, uh, I think, Memphis, whatever, whatever it was. Yeah, Lynn Bowden. Lynn Bowden, who I picked up in my dynasty, shout out. <laughs> um, Nelson Aguilar signed, too. Nelson Aguilar signed. With all these weapons there, I think his targets are going to go down. Um, his I think this 1,100 yards hurts me to say is his career high. Mm-hmm. Um, I see him more at 800 yard range. I see him more of a Dallas Goddard type tight end, which isn't bad. And that three touchdowns might turn up to five with 800 yards. Mm-hmm. But if he's going to get drafted in the top five tight ends and where he's getting drafted, I can't draft him there. Um, so I am going to go. Uh, do not draft if again like we talked about. If he falls to you, let's say, um, let's say he falls into the Higby range, which is you know eight or nine tight ends. So let's say he's the the eighth tight end left. You know, seven tight ends. If he falls to you there, I'd pick him up. But if he if he, I wouldn't reach for him. Is what I'm saying either. I'm that five, that three to six range. I'm not touching him mm-hmm. as a tight end. Um, he could be like the the mid round. I think he's round five. Uh, ADP right now, yeah. the round or the mid round tight end like uh, like OJ Howard last year. You know he was going right yes. around the four, five, six range, and he's just a, he was a bust. And that's kind of where those mid range tight ends end up being is they just kind of have down years. So I I could see him falling into that a little bit. And I don't I'm not saying he's not going to be playing good. It's just the matter of how many how many athletes they just drafted and how many they picked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, targets are probably going to go down. 117 targets, 117 for a tight end that. Added a tight end and four or five other pass catchers. Yeah, I just can't see it. I just can't do it. I'm not going to draft him where he's fallen or where he's at. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, he fell to my do not draft list. I'm sorry to say it. I like you. You were you kind of helped me throughout the year last year, Darren, but I can't do it, buddy. I'm sorry. So I was thinking you were going to go with this guy. He's kind of like a, a breakout last year, end of the year, and that's uh, Debo Samuel out of San Francisco. Mm. Hates I I love the talent. I mean I, I took him. Yeah, it's just I mean they came out. John Lynch came out. I think it was yesterday, the day before. He said it's fair to say he might miss some games at the beginning of the year with his broken foot, this Jones fracture he has. Where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, he was just working out and uh, with some other 49er guys and just ended up breaking his foot. So I mean just as a receiver and the type of receiver that he is, where he's just kind of a get the ball in his hands and then make let him run with it. It's kind of like a running back at wide receiver almost. Uh, just having that Jones fracture and the broken foot, just recovering from that, I feel like he's. There's, it's going to be hard for him to get fully healthy and like play in those games. I don't know how I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. Like the, you want him to be fully healthy, but he wants to be out there and playing so bad. I don't think he's going to let himself get fully healthy first, and that's just going to hurt his production and the risk of re-injury. Yeah, I'm with you. It's one of those, especially that the foot, like we've been talking about, is. I said it's everything, especially for a wide receiver that cuts. That it, you know, especially for him who who kind of like 
brings on contact. Mm-hmm. He needs that strength, that 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 first step move. Um, yeah, and then they they uh, they drafted Brandon Ayuk in the first round, and then they got Jalen Hurd. They drafted, I think it was the third round last year. He's coming back off injury, so they got some other weapons too, where they don't have to just funnel everything through Debo this year. Yeah, um, that sucks. Because I like I'm his with, talent yeah. too, but he's just man. You want to get off to a hot start in fantasy. You don't want to. You don't want to be playing catch up. You don't want to be one and four and then just scrambling trying to make playoffs. You know, you want to get out to that hot start where you could try to make some moves for the playoffs and just get yourself in a good position and drafting a dude that's likely going to miss games early on, and even if he does play, how productive is he gonna play could uh hamper your hot start there yeah i'm with you on that all right um my next do not draft is the state of chicago the whole state the whole state don't draft any of them the whole team do not draft a single chicago bears i was looking at it where these guys are at it blows me away Allen robinson is so high up on the board you have um the guy uh david montgomery up there you have um, uh, Tariq Cohen. These guys are, if you reach or if this guy, even if he falls to you, there's other options. I'm telling you, the Chicago Bears offense is a dumpster fire. It's not going to get better. There's rumors that Nick Foles is going to opt out. Or, yeah, opt out of this yep. year. He says he denies him. I don't get it. Um, rumors don't come from nowhere, though. Nowhere. There's there's definitely some... some um, uncertainty on his end and if Mitchell Trubisky is your quarterback even if even if fucking Big Dick Nick is your quarterback you have issues um the only guy I guess no there's no guy there's no guy from the Chicago Bears I'm touching there are all too high for me and they should all be on the bottom of Anthony Miller. Everybody's ju- like, he's going to be a steal. Shut up. <laughs> Jamison Crowder is a pick in front of him, and he's that much better than him. Shut up. You're fucking bull. You're, lou- you're, you're just lying to yourself if you think Anthony Miller's the guy. He's going to be your wide receiver too, steal. He's going to win you weeks. Shut up. Anybody from the Chicago Bears, you are a defensive team. Your offense blows. I'm sorry, but none of them I'm drafting. 10-foot pole, all of them. And I'm not even talking about Nick Foles' dick. I'm talking about legit 10-foot pole. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm not touching him. Oh, that's just funny. Yeah, I'll come with you there. I mean, the Bears kind of not a great team to draft right now. I mean, Allen Robinson's a little too high for me. Montgomery's a little too high as much as I loved him last year. Uh, yeah, it's just a little too high, so I can get behind all those. Good. I'm putting them all, all on the list, all, every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Saw him. How many more do we got, uh, I got like two, maybe three more. Yeah, I got. I can go for days. Keep going. Uh, So, this guy has been talked about Daniel Jones as having like a breakout year at quarterback. You don't. Oh, this one is the only one I disagree with. Keep going. All right. So, I don't know. You can put an asterisk or whatever. But uh, building off the hot starts thing from uh, Debo, uh, Daniel Jones' first five games are home against Pittsburgh, great defense, at Chicago, okay, solid defense. In a away game. Home against San Fran. I mean, went to the Super Bowl. At Los Angeles Rams. Solid defense. Got Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. And then week five is at Dallas. That's kind of where it kind of evens up, but that's also a division game away at Dallas. And then week six, they get the Washington football team. So that's when it starts to ease up a little bit. But man, those first five, definitely four weeks, five weeks are just not going to be a great start for Daniel Jones. Yeah, I, I can get you. Like, if he's your starting 
uh, quarterback, mm-hmm. I can get on that. That's a hard schedule. And then, so it's like you said, starting. But if you draft him as your second quarterback, you just want to stash him. I mean, you're keeping a quarterback on your bench for five, six weeks. That's putting up, or I'm, I'm projecting to not put up great numbers. So he's not gonna have any trade value. He's just gonna be sitting, and you're just gonna be wanting to drop him every week. But then you're like, oh, but I got him week six, and then it's like you're just holding With out. With this COVID though, dude, you got. I think you have to pick up two quarterbacks. Yeah, you might have to have two, but you want this dude that's gonna put up seven to ten fantasy points weeks one through four like i don't know man i think those defenses are are kind of scary for a quarterback or a sophomore quarterback this dude like wears sperry's and a pink polo all day this oh dude. yeah he went to duke i mean come on that dude sucks um i like him though i like him i think grant he does do garbage time uh i mean yeah i like i like his skill set i like what he can bring to the table i just i don't see him having a hot start and i'd rather just not draft them and pick them up, you know, week five, week okay. six. Or if someone else has them, then you just you trade low. I mean, he's going to have four or five bad games. You're like, hey, I'll give you some random receiver for him or something. You know, just buy low on them weeks five or six. I don't think you need to waste a draft pick on Daniel Jones this year. I'm with you. Can I piggyback on your quarterback then? Yeah. Do not draft Ryan Tannehill. Oh. He had, what, two good games last year, I think it was? Uh, um, he, he was at, just a touchdown machine. That's all he did. Like he didn't, not a lot of yards, just touchdown. Quarterback sixteen. Um, they are Baker's under him. Your boy Jared Goff, obviously Cam Newton right now is under him, but he will get. I think will take over his position. Um, Joe Burrow's under him. I yeah, Joe Burrow's. If you have to pick up a quarterback, I mean Ben Roethlisberger's fifteen, Ryan Tannehill's sixteen. You're fucking bullshit crazy if one position less or one uh, rank less is Ryan Tannehill compared to Ben Roethlisberger. You're fucking high. He <laughs> is – yeah, he got paid. Yeah, he had a decent uh, year. Um, that's a run first Jimmy Garoppolo, San Fran type. He is there to not fuck up. Yeah. That's all he's there for. Just don't fuck up. He's not a fantasy quarterback. People are drafting him as their quarterback one. You're nuts. He's a good – a bench stash if you need a two-quarterback system. Um, fuck him. He is a wide receiver at heart. He's an athlete. I'm not going to hate his skill set. He played to get this this contract. Good for him. But your boy Derrick Henry is the guy that you should be kissing his ass every two seconds because that's the guy that led you to the damn near the Super Bowl. Not you. You're not going to be drafted by me. Do not draft Ryan Tannehill. I'm with that, man. I mean, he had a 7.7 touchdown percentage last year. Compared to his career average of four and a half. So, I mean, up 3% is a wild, wild hike for uh, one year in Tennessee. And that's as a, and I mean, he was playing in Miami before, you know, where they were playing behind, throwing the ball a lot more. Yeah. And my thing is, like, even it is a red flag if you don't play every game. Like, you can get hot. Mm-hmm. Like, look at uh, Nick Foles. He came in and he became the shit. But then after that, he, he's been suspect. Like, yeah, he played a lot. He played 12 games, though. Like, he didn't play a full – even if it's four – four games can lose you your confidence. I think – I don't know. I don't like him. Um, I'm with you. He's not He's not anywhere on my board. He's definitely low, low on my board. I'd rather take some more upside guys that are going to be – like, I want to almost say I'd rather have Teddy Bridgewater and Ryan Tannehill just because he's being a more passing offense. Yep, I'm with you. All right, I'm glad. Um, Next one I got here, another receiver – uh, I feel like this like a Sony Michelle type of receiver. That's Elshon Jeffrey. Um, oh, geez, yeah. Already on the pup list. Hasn't played 
16 games since 2017. Uh, he's entering his age 30, 31 season. You know, this is where they talk about receivers start to decline, unless your name's Julio Jones. Uh, I mean, it's just, there's other people. Djax is there. Yeah, Goodwin opted out, but they still got Djax. They got Rager coming in. Greg Ward wasn't too bad for him down the stretch. Uh, Sanders and Scott both catch the ball. J.J. Sega-Whiteside still there. They got the two rookies, like you said, Hightower and then Quiz Watkins or Quaz Watkins or something. Uh, I just don't – I mean, he's just not ideal draft pick for anybody. that He's already hurt. He's always getting hurt. Just stay away from Alshon. I'm with you, 100%. Uh, he's had, I think, a couple good stretches, but I don't think he's ever put together a good season that like where like he is your he, – he's your – Julio Jones, right here. Yeah. Not since 2013, 2014, he was wide receiver eight and wide receiver 10. And, and okay. then he hasn't cracked the top 20 since then. Yeah. I mean, he's good for two games with that, you know, had some good touchdowns. But other than that, yeah, I'm with you. He gets injured. He's the same thing as the soft tissue Will Fuller. Yeah. He's just always hurt. And even if, he, even if he's not hurt, there's just way more risk of getting hurt during that game. I'm with you. This one is another guaranteed guy that is, a, I want to say, a yeah, I'm going to say a bust. Sammy Watkins, do not draft. Yeah, stay far away from Sammy. I mean, there I've 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 read columns that saying like the, he's a good value pick at his position. I don't care where he's they at. They say that every you don't, year. Every year you don't draft him. I don't care who you are. You just don't draft him. Yeah, he has talent. There's something in the system, something that goes wrong where he can't break into a consistent gameplay. Um I'm sorry, yeah, you have one or two good games of the year. You're, you're undraftable, buddy. I'm sorry. You've done it every year. You're just undraftable. You started, you, yeah, we felt bad that you were at Buffalo Bills. Maybe Casey can rejuvenate you. You had a couple good games. We had a guy that was dumb enough to fucking get you for a second-round pick. Yikes. Dumb, 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 dumb. Yikes. That guy is a dumb, dumb. Um, like the sucker, the mystery flavor, dumb, dumb. He, <laughs> Sammy Watkins, you can't draft him. I'm I can't I'm not gonna throw the stats out. He had 600 yards receiving. No, you don't need it. You just say Sammy, and that's all you need to say. Yeah, and yeah, you had a good playoff run. I don't care. You're not draftable. You're good. You got. I mean, damn near. You know, you're four three speed. Clemson, you were a baller. You still had. You're you're Clemson with uh, D Hop and Martavis Brown. You guys had the best receiving core in college, but you can't do it in the pros. You keep hurting everybody's feelings in fantasy. And you're undraftable. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, he's just a guy that sits on your bench and then goes off for 25 points on your bench. Like, damn, I should have played Sammy. And then you play him next week and he goes for two. Yeah, you can't do it, dude. Sorry, man. Yeah, don't even put yourself through that. One more each. Let's go one more each. So this is my last one. It's kind of – it's definitely more emphasis on where he's going than if I want him or not. Uh, And that's Mark Andrews, tight end for the Ravens. Ooh, you and I. So his ADP is 32. So that's, you know, a third, fourth round pick you got to spend on this tight end. And it's a dude that the most snap percent he played in a game last year was 58%. Okay, so the number one, number two tight ends, yeah, I know there's a a teardrop between them, but Kelsey and Kittle, Kelsey was below 90% twice, and that was weeks one and two. And that was it. Everything else above 90% of snaps. Kittle was below 80% twice. And one of the games was because he got hurt. I just, Nick Boyle, the backup tight end for the Ravens, played 769 snaps last year. And Mark Andrews played 457. Jesus Christ. He's not even on the field that much. So it's like, why is, I don't understand why the dude's not on the field all the time. Uh, Hayden Hurst was there and was gone. Yeah, he played the exact same amount of snaps as Mark Andrews is 457. So this is why, like, this is like where my kind of dilemma came in is seeing the stats on Hayden Hurst leaving and the 
457 snaps and the 39 targets that Hayden Hurst had. I feel like a lot of those or almost all that is going to go to Mark Andrews. But without knowing that or without seeing that first, in order to spend a third or fourth round pick on a tight end, I got to know that they're going to produce. I got to know that they're going to come out and ball out like they did the year before. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think that Andrews is there yet in my mind. I'm hoping he can get there because he's talented and I want a part of that Ravens offense any way I can. But just the, the third, fourth round price tag on Andrews is just too high for me right now. Oh, I'm with it's it's risky. It's very risky. Yeah. It's kind of like that Darren Waller type thing where I, I can't see him. There's a regression that's going to be there. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, he had 10 touchdowns last game. He scored in eight different games, so they were at least spread out a little bit. But in those games where he didn't score touchdowns, he was only putting up five half PPR points per game compared to 17 when he did score a touchdown. So those, yeah, that TD production is definitely heavy on Andrews. It's just a matter of yeah. if they're giving him those snaps that they gave Hayden Hurst or not, Is I think is what it's going to come down to. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Um, all right, I got one more. I got a big name too. Let's hear it. Um, my last one is Juju Smith Schuster. Ooh, Juju. I uh, I can't draft him, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You threw up a fucking dud last year. 500 yards receiving. You had three touchdowns. Um, you can say what you want to say about quarterback play. Um, yeah, you went from 900 to 1400 and to 500, and this is from your rookie year, your sophomore year, to your junior year. Um, the variables involved were, yeah, you played 12 games last year. There's some injury play. You had multiple quarterbacks. But what it came down to it, you were you were the, the top dog. And you couldn't – you had the number one cornerback uh, on you. You couldn't deal with it. Antonio Brown was there the past years. Uh, Big Ben was there throwing you the rock. If you are going to be a top five fantasy player like you were two years ago, you got to be – a top five fantasy player, whoever's under center. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. You can't. I mean, if you are, look, this is the list of arguably who's my favorite wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. This is his quarterback play. Matt Schaub, Case Keenum, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Mallett, Case Keenum, Brian Hoyer, Ryan Mallett, TJ Yates, Brandon Whedon, Brock Osweiler, Tom Savage, Tom Savage, TJ Yates, and then Deshaun Watson. This dude has been a Pro Bowl Hall of Famer. This entire career with those quarterbacks that were throwing him the rock. You got to perform. It doesn't matter who's throwing you the rock. He did not. He's not draftable. I'm getting pissed off because I'm looking <laughs> at his stats. They're so bad. I'm done. You don't draft Juju. Fun guy. YouTube guy. Cool, cool. Yeah, you play video games. I'm cool with it. You just fell off at the worst time for me to draft you. You're not going to resurge back up to that 1,400 or 1,100-yard uh, season. Right. Um, you are not going to be a top five wide receiver anymore. You can't be wide receiver 14 I'm drafting you at. There's no way. Yeah, I'm glad you brought out those Hopkins names and his quarterbacks and stuff because that's exactly what's going through my mind. Like, if he had a bad season. He, I mean, it wasn't the quarterback's fault. It was his own fault. No. And that's what, that's what Juju, I mean, he had obviously very bad quarterback play last year, but you still got to go out there and produce. You still got to put up okay numbers at least, you know, like usable numbers. And he just didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, I – no, he did not, and he looked lost. He looked like you, you got to be the leader. You're the top wide receiver in the game, dude, mm -hmm. in and you're on your in your uh, locker room. And he didn't show up, and that showed me a lot. They put him up high. He is the 32nd overall uh, player in fantasy. They they say right now, um, not gonna happen, dude. You are gonna be dropped way below even Cooper Cup, in my opinion. 
Um, you're right around. He's right around Cooper Cup. I mean, he's. I mean, good Juju, DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley, Cooper Cup. Keenan Allen is is wide receiver twenty six, and Juju Smith is wide receiver fourteen. That's fucking laughable to me. I'm sorry. That's fucking laughable. They should be ashamed. Whoever fucking drafts. Juju over Keenan Allen, you're a fucking fraud. You deserve to lose your season. You deserve to lose. You good luck at your toilet bowl, you bums. I see. I don't know if I agree with you. I would take Juju over Keenan. I think because because of the offense. Oh, shut up! <laughs> I gotta defend Juju a little bit. I mean, I had him in my top ten. You're telling me you? you yeah, you did. Yeah. And I had Cooper Cup. And I I fucking. I definitely, I've definitely cooled off on Juju, but uh, not as much as down to I would He's take. He's right around Cortland Sutton with me. He's right around Cortland Sutton with me. Wide receiver nineteen, Cortland Sutton. Um, I would put him around Terry McLaurin type deal. If he falls to wide receiver twenty rank, maybe I have a thing, but not wide receiver fourteen. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. dude. I think fourteen might be a little too high for him now. Uh, I can get behind that. Just like the, what you're saying, stuff with the. Bad quarterback and not even doing anything, not even a usable game. We'll see, but I mean, Big Ben's a Hall of Fame quarterback. We'll see if yeah. they can bring him back. Both of that research. I mean, like I said, if he falls, that could be a steal. But as of now, if he's up in that top fifteen range, I'm not. You can't. I'm picking even who I don't like. I mean, he's not. He's not not draftable. But DJ Moore is a way better pick than Juju Smith. I guess uh, we're gonna find out here shortly. This sounds like things uh, might be kicking off. Training camp open this week. You got guys coming back. Stay in the bubble, folks. Do your own bubble. Let's stay healthy, man. We gotta have football. Hopefully uh, they get everything worked out. Uh, get this agreement signed so we can have an actual deadline on the opt-outs so we'll actually know who these guys are gonna be, if they're gonna be playing or not. To be honest, it's kind of fun though, right? Like you're like, each like update you're like who's opting yeah out? yeah every time i see a, an update come like, through, oh who, like, who's gonna who's gonna bump up on the on the rankings man let's go yeah and, and you had one today the, the first big fantasy big one. one so I, I don't think it's the last one we're gonna see some more come here so we'll be uh we'll be I ready all right man we out y'all we'll catch y'all next week peace let's do it peace